Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Hank Haney Podcast. It's Minnesota Tim Parashka with you on a Sunday, bringing you a best of presentation of the previous week. I contemplated putting this together due to the recent events in the world, but I feel like our life is better with sports in it. So to start off the best of podcast, Hank reacts to Tyrrell Hatton's win in the Arnold Palmer Invitational. You can go back to Monday's podcast and hear the entire episode. Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bay Hill, Florida Swing. Pooh, man. All I can think about is, is they better get that ball rolled back fast because <laughs> if they don't, I mean, these guys are just going to shoot nothing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's just say they do roll the ball back and you don't hit it as far. Then you're going to hit a straighter face club coming into every hole. And the greens don't hold with the clubs that they've got coming in right now. So what exactly would these players have shot under those conditions at Bay Hill had they had to hit two clubs more coming into every hole? Because the, the problem is 
is when you hit that longer shot, not only does it have a better chance to go offline, but it's not going to go as high. You're not going to hit it at as high a trajectory. So it's obviously going to have a more difficult time to stop, and they couldn't stop it anyways. I mean, I, the, the obsession, the absolute obsession with firm, fast greens, I, I just, I, I don't get it, really. I mean, I... I I guess I'm missing something. I guess people love to, you know, a certain amount of people anyway. I mean, I don't know. What, how do you feel? They love to watch guys struggle. Is that a, a fun thing to do in, in golf? I mean, are you on, on that camp or do you like to see birdies? What What do you like to see? It needs to be a happy medium if we're being honest about it. I don't, I mean, today was rough to watch. It was Rory McIlroy was hitting it out of bounds. Rory McIlroy couldn't hit it on the green. Nobody could hit it on the green. Nobody could hit it on the fairway. Right. It was it was hard to watch, Hank. And I, I mean, I was watching it. I was flipping back and forth between a couple of different things. And I mean, everybody was shooting over par. There was only like two guys who shot or only a few guys who shot under par on Sunday. Only one player, Hank, and his name is Max Homa, shot under par on Saturday. One player. That was it on Saturday? One player on Saturday. That's it. Okay, Sunday they had uh, let me let me look down here. They had uh, DeChambeau was one under for the day. Keith Mitchell was one under for the day. Joel Dahlman was one under for the day. Matthew Fitzpatrick three under for the day. That was a uh, low score, I'm sure. Taylor Gooch one under. Patrick Reed one under. And uh, Jimmy Walker one under. Brooks Kepka Kepka had a better day. He shot one under, still finished 47th plus nine, but he at least had a better day. Give him a little confidence going to the next stop. Ryan Moore, next stop, by the way, is the Players' Championship next week in Ponte Vedra, uh, where the PGA Tour is letting in all the military with free tickets, unlike what the U.S. Open does. I just thought I'd throw that in there for you. Uh, but they'll they'll have like 25,000 military out there with uh, free tickets, uh, friends, or family, uh, two free tickets for military personnel or uh, retired or active. That's how the PGA Tour does it. U.S. Open can't figure it out. They're still they're still looking at their policy. By the way, have you had an update on that? Did you, did you check their site yet? Are they what, they said they're gonna they, you sent them an email. They said they're gonna tell you in October. What they forgot what October was, right? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> they, they must they have forgot. Yeah, they must have forgot. Must have forgot. Anyway, I got off subject there. Uh, so the scores were high, and. It it was a, a, a you know a battle just to try to make a par out there. The, the th- I, I don't I don't I don't get watching guys where they they are so conscious of not three putting that they're just tapping the ball, and when it's it's rolling so slow, but it it doesn't want to stop because the greens are so fast, and as a result, it's just. It wiggles around. You can't really keep the ball online. David Faraday mentioned it, you know, one time. He said, if you're going to try to really keep a putt online, you've got to be willing to to hit it. And if you hit it, then you got to be willing to, you know, play the next one from six feet by if if you miss it. And nobody wants to do that because on a tough day, which you know Saturday was tough, Sunday was was tough. You, you just want to try to make pars. I just, I don't know. I, th- I I'm thinking to myself. Okay, roll the ball back, make it go uh, shorter, make the ball fly lower. Are you going to water the greens? 
I know it was windy, and you know, they'll blame it on the weather. The wind dries the course out, but you could, they do have a thing called sprinklers. They clearly don't turn those things on, though. Just brown, 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 and you know, four under winds. What, what, uh, what was there? Four players under par. <laughs> wow. I mean, a U.S. Open would love that. Yeah, it honestly, Hank, the the greens reminded me of the President's Cup. I thought Tiger Woods would have won this weekend if he played. Good point. Good point. He's not even playing next week. Mm. He's out. How do you think the PGA Tour feels about that? I don't know. We gotta, we'll get into that uh, in a little while. Let's talk. Uh, we, 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 that's on our list for sure. <laughs> uh, Terrell Hatton. Is that how you pronounce Terrell, Tyrell. Uh, what, what, how do you pronounce this guy's name? I, th- I think it's T-Roll. T-Roll. I, I'm having okay. a tough time pronouncing his name. I was, okay. I was just repeating it over and over again. And I was struggling earlier. Okay, Terrell, I call, I call him, but anyway, uh, he was excited. That was fun to see. Sansi interviewed him. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sansi interviewed him at the end. Did you see what Sansi said to him when he interviewed him? Did you Did you catch it? No, I didn't catch it. Okay, Sansi, Sansi said, how does it, I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what he said, but it was, I'm going to like paraphrase it. How does it feel to win on the best stage in golf or the best tour in golf or something. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, isn't that just what Paul Azinger said last week? I mean, he had won four times on the European tour and he wins on the PGA tour. And the first thing Sansy wants to talk to him about is how it feels to win on the best tour. And, I mean, to me, it was the same. It was like, it was just... The difference was what Azinger said when he said that European tour last week when he got in all the trouble with, uh, you know, you got you can win all you want on that European tour, but you got to come over here and win with the best players. I mean, Steve Sands, the first thing he did is congratulating about winning on the best tour, the, the, the PGA Tour. But uh, Hatton was clearly excited. That was a good interview. It was, it was a cool interview. I uh, love to see guys uh, get that excited. And he was like, really just like speechless he, he couldn't believe he, i don't think he could believe he, he won he's an emotional guy you know it's fun. i think it's fun to watch watch that a little bit he goes off there they said you know he could he could be a volcano he could go off at any any time had a rough 11th hole people thought he might go off but he, he hung in there I, I think it look i think it's fun to watch somebody like that with a little <laughs> little personality a little something going i mean i watched some of these guys walk off the green after you know hitting shots and honestly, they just there's they all look the same. I mean, there's no like there's no emotion. There's no nothing sometimes. And this this guy's got some emotion, and clearly he's a a, a very good player. Where was he? he was ranked thirty second going into this week? I'm sure this will move him up. This is a good field, big tournament. I mean, where will that probably get him to? Twenty fourth. What is it going to get him to? Twenty fourth. You already got it figured out. Yes. Somebody right. smarter than me's got that figured out already. All right, top twenty-four. Well, that's pretty good. That's a big, uh, a big move up. Speaking of your emotion, Hank, did you see T. Roll Hatton flip off a lake? What did he do? What did he do? <laughs> it was so bad that he put the ball in the lake. The cameras yeah. caught him turning towards the lake and flipping it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll get a secret fine on the PJ Tour from the fellas down there at Panavidra. He'll get a secret fine. They won't tell you what it is, but he'll get a little fine in the mail. <laughs> I don't know what it probably cuts you out. What, what do you think a flip off of the lake gets you about a 
Buck cost you about a buck fifty, two fifty. What do you think? Five honey? What, what, what do you what do you what do you think? What do you what do you think of PJ Tour finest? Seriously, for flipping off a lake on TV. <laughs> give, give me a wild seriously, I have no idea. Tell me what you think. I mean, I would What do you think that's worth? I, I don't think he'd get fined at all. Why oh, he's he gonna get fined for sure. He's on really? TV flipping off a lake, he's gonna get fined. Uh, okay, well, I guess he's going to get fined. There's no doubt about it. What do you think? What do you think he's going to get fined? Flipping off a lake. I guess I'll put that at like fifteen hundred. Oh, I see. That would be that would be meaningful. I mean, if I, of course, he just what did he make? One point three million. Yeah. He can afford it. It's not a big deal. Tax deduction for the fines, I'm sure. But uh, fifteen. You think fifteen thousand for lake flipping off? No, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Wow. Yeah. Boy. That's you think that deters him or not, or you think you think he'll think think twice next time he flips off the lake? You probably think, man, this is good luck. Last time I flipped off the lake, I won the tournament. That's his nickname now, Flipper of the Lake. Yeah, Flipper off the lake, exactly. <laughs> oh man, oh, oh man. boy. Okay, I'm watching this thing going. On. I thought Mark Leishman might have a chance. He's a he, he's got the whole uh, Australian experience, kind of like kind of like playing Royal Melbourne. You mentioned it. So it reminds you of Royal Melbourne, firm and fast. Uh, Leishman played there many times and grew up playing that with a lot of wind. Didn't seem to didn't seem to bother him. I mean, he shot one over, but he was right there, one shot one shot back. Uh, Sun J M, man, alive. He he hit it in the uh, where did he hit? He hit in the water on eighteen or no, it wasn't eighteen. No, he but hit... Saturday, Saturday he did. I oh, was Saturday. watching. It. He okay. watered it. I think he watered it on eighteen on Saturday, and then he watered it another hole. Then he watered it on on uh, the short hole, fourteen or whatever. He watered it there. Oh my gosh! Shoulda, woulda, coulda for him. I mean, seriously, thirteen today. He he watered it Sunday, and then uh, no, he birdied eighteen. He watered it on. He watered it on eleven. Uh, I got I got all my holes wrong, but I knew he watered it somewhere. He, he watered it on eleven on Saturday and thirteen on Sunday. You know what I always say: penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. That becomes the difference. There's his penalty shots right there. That was that was it. He almost had two in a row. Could have been the uh, first player since. What was it David Duval? I was looking yeah, at the statistics. Yeah, it was Duval, nineteen ninety-seven or something that had that won back to back and his first win of the on the PGA Tour, something like that. Yeah, he almost pulled a Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd did that over yeah. the wrapper under. Well, he de- he definitely looks like the real deal. I don't think there's any doubt about that. At least he's the, he's the real deal right now for sure. All right, up next, Hank and I had a conversation with Premier Golf League insiders, and we revealed some of that information in this clip. You can go to Tuesday's podcast and hear the entire episode. You know, they're not they're not running around doing a lot of interviews or quotes, but but we got a little inside information. And what they want to do is they want to they want they want the best players in the world to play together. They want what everybody wants, Tim. I mean, isn't that what people really want? I mean, right. These events on the tour. Now, this is a good week. We got the Players Championship, so we got a great field. But this year has been awful. Absolutely, Hank, and the ratings have reflected that. No, the ratings have been terrible, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been awful. And and the tournaments, I mean, yeah. Oh boy! I mean, the Sony Open, the American Express, the what? what I mean, 
Oh, boy, the Honda. And and then you you know you got you got four guys playing: Justin Rose, uh, Ricky, uh, Woodland, and Kepka, and three of them miss the cut. Woodland's the only one that makes the cut. And and you know those guys. And let's not confuse any of those guys for for you know Rory or Tiger Woods either. But that was who they had. Those guys missed cuts. So the Premier Golf League, their concept is is they're going to play eighteen tournaments worldwide, certain amount in the United States, certain amount you know other places in the world. They're going to have a certain a, a amount of courses that are permanent courses, like there might be six permanent courses, and then the other ones would rotate. They're going to try and play at great venues, 48 players, not necessarily the top 48 in the world, but 48 players. And then it's a no-cut tournament. Uh, they've got 54 holes only, which is – these are the different concepts, which – Love the no cut because if you're a fan, and we've talked about this many times, you know, you, you've got tickets to go to the whatever tournament. You know, I'm going to the Phoenix Open, and I've got tickets, and you know, I've, I'm I'm going out there to actually watch golf, which I don't know how many people really do that there, but I'm going. Let's say I'm just use, using that as an example. So you got the Phoenix Open or wherever your tournament is, and you're going to go watch, and you got your favorite player, and it might be. You know, Ricky or Rory or you know Kepka or whoever it is. You got you got your your favorite player, and you want to go watch them. Now, you're hoping that you'd love for them to be in contention, so you could cheer for them to win, because that's that's when it's really really fun when your team has a chance to win. I mean, it's one thing to go uh to to a like Tim to go to a Minnesota Timberwolves basketball game. You love the Timberwolves, so you love to you, it's fun just to go to the game. Right. But you would you'd you'd you're hoping when you go that I mean you're kind of hoping they win. You're knowing that's probably not gonna be the case, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're so what's it you're at least hoping it's close at the end, aren't you? Right. You want a close game down to the wire. You want the yeah. final shots to yeah, matter. Exactly. Yeah. Well, on the PGA Tour, what you get is uh, the guys that you're going to watch, they may not even be there. They miss the cut. And all that's left is a bunch of guys that you wouldn't, you wouldn't know them from the man on the moon. And that's not a good experience. I mean, they can tell you it is. They can, you know, give you all this, this you know, garbage that the PGA Tour throws out there. But the fact of the matter is, is it's not a good format. And that's why the, the, this Premier Golf League is one of the many reasons why it really intrigues me. And I think it's a great idea because I, I, like, I want to see no-cut events. I want to see the best players, not just the best players. I want to see the players that you know, I want to watch. I mean, I mean, right now, you know, Jordan Spieth's not you know, top 48, but I still want to see Jordan Spieth. I mean, Phil Mickelson's not top forty-eight, but I want to see. I want to see Phil Mickelson. I mean, Bubba Watson is probably right there at forty-eight, but I but I want to see him. You know, I, I just I want to see certain players play, and other guys. I mean, I, I couldn't care less. Now, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but that's just the way it is. Now, the 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 players that are farther down the list, they're not going to like it. You know, they're they're not going to like it at all. And in fact, the the commissioner of the PGA Tour, uh, Monahan. 
he's he's tasked with trying to get as many tournaments as he can. In other words, more playing opportunities for the players and as big a purse as he can. And what that really boils down to is it's is it's use your big names. <laughs> number one, Tiger, use your big names to raise revenues from sponsors, from television contracts, raise the revenues so that you can increase the purses of the tournaments. And and that and that money ends up going uh, you know up and down up and down the line it doesn't necessarily go to the the guys who are the biggest stars in the game i mean the you know the the guys that sell tickets or the guys that sell commercials or the guys that bring in viewers you know i e tiger you know they get nothing until they win until they make they make the cut until they make the cut they get nothing and and it's just something that that really the whole the whole system to me doesn't doesn't make make sense. So th- this Premier Golf League is is trying to put this thing together. They've got money. Supposedly they've got plenty of financing. And from when we talked to them, Tim, it sounds like that that's that's not a problem. And they also think that they're going to get like uh, if this thing pulls together, they're going to have people coming out of the woodwork wanting to to be a part of it. That's that's pretty much what they said, right? Yeah, Hank. Um, I wrote down in my notes right here from our conversation that people are just begging to put money into this if they get it going. Yeah. So. yeah. And these guys are fans. I mean, that's their they, the one thing that they keep pointing out. And I and I watched uh, Andy Gardner, the, who's the CEO of this Premier Golf League. He was on a website website. Uh, well, uh, uh, a podcast. Okay, but but it's on once again. It's on Jeff Shackelford's site. You can go back there and you can find it. He's on with some uh, guy Shields or whatever, and and he was doing this interview, and you know he seems like a really uh, genuine guy. You know he's not like a bully that they have down there at Ponte Vedra. He's a he's a real genuine guy, and he's a fan, and he's pointing out that hey this this format you guys got going, it's just not it's not the best it's not the best it can be and he's and he's like hey if the players go for this and they like it then you know it's going to be a a go if they don't and they tell us they don't want to do it and they don't like it and it it doesn't make sense then you know it won't be because these guys are these guys are, are are fans first but it sounds like they got the backing now people are concerned of where that money's coming from i you know and i i i don't i don't think players are concerned though Tim, I mean, I don't think players are concerned. I don't think they couldn't care less. Money is green. Yeah, money's green. I don't think they could care less if that money's coming from Saudi Arabia or wherever it's coming from. And and by the way, it's it, that's just the seed money. It's not like every penny's going to end up coming from there because it's going to come from television or whatever broadcast rights there are. It's going to come from many, many different places if this thing pulls together and they actually have this league where they've got 18 tournaments and 48 players are playing and there's a team concept to it. So there's going to be like 12 different teams, four men each. Every week there's a little team competition. You can put players in, two players play. You can put players in, you can pull players out and you have team owners or, you know, and and designated captains, if you will. And, of course, I think this is one of the things they're going to do to entice some of these guys to to be 
you know, in a, in a position to, to really, you know, go with this thing. And, and I'm sure it's not hard to figure out who your captains are going to be. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, it's a tiger. Okay. Kepka, Rory, uh, you know, if these guys go, okay. Uh, and then you've got, I don't know. I mean, Justin Rose, cause I mean, I throw him in there because, you know, he's, he's from England and, He's a U.S. Open champion. And he's a well-known player, and by the way, he's represented by Steiny, Tiger's agent. So you know, he, you know, Steiny will package all these guys together, and then it'll be Gary Woodland, and he's U.S. Open champion, and Kucher. These are all Steiny clients. You know, there'll be some package deal going there. You know, that's what those agents do. They they, they you know package them all together. Hey, you want? Uh, you know, they, they won't sell it, sell it like this, but it's pretty much what it is. You know, like if if you're somebody that's trying to get Tiger for something, and you say, you know, I, I've got uh, I've got I got something for Kucher, Woodland, Justin Rose, uh, and Tiger, but we need them all. Well, I mean, that's you know that pretty much what they're saying is 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 you know you, we need your support on this, and then. You know, because we need Tiger and we're willing to give something for everybody else, which those guys are big names. I'm not saying they're not, but uh, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, uh, Adam Scott, you know, because one of these tournaments is presumably going to be in Australia. So you got Adam Scott in there and he's seventh in the world right now. Patrick Reed, you know, I'm sure he's, you know, he's a a polarizing figure, but he's, he's somebody that creates interest. There's no doubt about that. And uh, DeChambeau, supposedly he was at the meeting, at uh, the meeting they had at Riviera at the uh, financier's house. I'm sure he's he's one of those guys. Anyway, they're going to have 12 big names, and they're going to be like team owners, and they're going to have a, a team uh, component to this. And it's a way for the players or the, these owners of these teams to make money because presumably these teams are going to be worth a lot of money, and they're going to – you know, maybe in the future they're going to have uniforms, and who who knows what what all, every layer is going to be on it. But I th- I think the thing sounds sounds great. Let's take a quick pause and hear from our sponsors. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. In this next clip, Hank and I reacted to Jay Monahan's press conference on CNBC and his press conference at the Players' Championship. You can go to Wednesday's podcast and hear the entire episode. I'm surprised they're kind of having this thing, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the tour like is seems like they're not balking on this this uh, coronavirus. We're, we're moving on. We're moving on to the next one. Yeah, they are. They're moving on like I move on to dates. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I mean, the, you got the NHL, you got NBA, you got all these national professional sports leagues closing the locker rooms, closing this, considering banning fan participation at sporting events, considering having arenas with no fans in them. And here's the PGA Tour just rolling, strutting their stuff right into the Players' Championship without any worry or concern at all, it would appear. It's it's kind of weird. I mean, they, you know, they canceled the big tennis tournament in Indian Wells as a two-week uh, deal at Indian Wells, the big, huge tennis tournament down there. Yeah, you know, a big deal for the Coachella Valley of Palm Springs. I mean, it's a huge deal. 450,000 people estimated to come to the tennis tournament over the two-week period of time. I mean, can you imagine the economic impact on that area? And then they just cancel it, and it's 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 out of there. There's like one person or something in the Coachella Valley got uh, positive for coronavirus, and they don't want to have the, the the tournament. I mean, I'm you know I I don't know enough about this. I'm just saying they're canceling the tournament in Palm Springs, and they're out talking about uh, canceling the uh, Coachella Festival, which is. Is the big music festival there? That's probably going to get canceled. The stagecoach, the big country music festival, that's probably going to get canceled. I mean, you know, they're going to talk about trying to run this stuff in the fall, but they're going to cancel. But you know, the, the PG tours not not worried about you know anything. According to uh, the commissioner, Jay Monahan, he was all over TV yesterday. Did you see him? I saw him on there. He was like on you know, CNBC. Talk. Oh yeah, he was on there. He's like the biggest drop in in uh, stock market history. And he's on there all, uh, we're pleased to announce. I mean, don't you think, didn't, wasn't that kind of weird timing? I mean, I think it would have maybe rescheduled, don't you think so? <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> huh? 
Yeah, it was a little um, out of the moment. The timing was spectacular. A little, out of, there. little out of the moment. I mean, a little bit. I mean, those guys were looking at him. They were interviewing him. Like, can you believe we got to talk to this guy right now? And he's got that headcock thing he does. You know that headcock thing? He, I'm like, I'm like, is my TV crooked or something? I mean, why don't you straighten me? Straight, did you see that? He's, he, he, he can't talk without his head cocked. I'm like, like, sit up straight and straighten your head out. I'm like... No, I mean, he's telling you how great it is on the PGA. He kept calling it the company, too, the company. Did you see that? I, I did not pick up on that, no. He said the company, like a friend, friend of mine uh, texts me, and he's, he says, can you imagine how many times he calls this thing the company? I'm thinking to myself, how can it be a company? I'm like, can you be a company and be a nonprofit? I mean, seriously. I mean, Google that for me. Look that up right now. Tell, tell me what that says. You, you got you got a computer. You're in front of the computer. Yeah, I got it right. Okay, here. Google hey. this. Google this. Can you call yourself a company and be a nonprofit? I want I want to see what the Google says on that. Give me a, give me a Google. Give me a Google Google on that right now. All right, it says Google. According to Entrepreneur.com, it says the answer is that a business organization cannot be operated as a nonprofit, although some nonprofits may look like businesses. Generally, the purpose of a business entity is to benefit the owners or principals of the business by earning them a financial profit. How can they be a nonprofit when this guy keeps getting on TV talking about how he's a company? I mean, I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't have anything. You know, I mean, whatever. But PJ Tour, you know, I mean, you know, their deal is their deal. But I, I mean, I don't understand how they get away with it. It's just kind of beyond me. I don't understand how they get away with a lot of stuff. I don't understand how they get away with the independent contractors, the players where they tell them where to play and they tell them where they can't play and they got to give them a release for this and they got to give them a release for that. And then they, you know, if you want to go play overseas, we got we got a release. I'm like, I thought they were independent contractors. They can do whatever they want. That doesn't make any sense. And then how can they be a company and, uh, you know, a nonprofit at the same time. I mean, they don't, I mean, do how much money do they, I mean, what do they, they don't, they talk about how they donate millions and millions and millions of dollars to charity and billions over the period, you know, they don't tell you how long that was over what period of time, but I wonder what percentage they really donate to charity to, to qualify for this, uh, nonprofit, you know, uh, nonprofit status that they have. Wonder what well, I got it right on. here, Hank. All right, let me hear it. All right, so this is from to to be fair, this is from a 2013 Deadspin article. They did a okay. in-depth research and shared some of the reports from Outside the Lines, which is a famous ESPN show. So it says, Outside the Lines analyzed the tour's US-based tournaments that received charitable tax exemptions in 2011, the most recent year available. Keep in mind this was a 2013 article. And found they spend on average about 16% on actual charity. That figure is far below the minimum 65% that charity watchdog groups say makes for a responsible charity. And then um, I will wrap up with this um, paragraph right here, this short one. It says, the rest of the money is going towards things like cash prizes, tournament logistics, and marketing. Why is this a problem? Because of that pesky nonprofit status, which provides the PGA with a series of tax breaks and prevents the tour from having to pay millions of dollars in taxes every year. According to hmm. a tax law attorney that Outside the Lines spoke to, 
the PGA has avoided paying around $200 million in taxes over the last 10 to 20 years. Hmm. Well, anyway, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. It kept saying company yesterday. Company, 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 the company, the company. And he's on there talking about the new TV deal. Their their uh, deal that's going to be like he didn't want to say how much the players were going to make. You know, they, don't you get the feeling that he's on there trying to sell all the players against this uh, Premier Golf League deal? Oh, absolutely, of course. Pretty much what he's doing, and he's, he's 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 like selling hard. I mean, I mean, if you're announcing a new TV deal and you're like, you know, rah rah, grow the game. Tell me something about growing the game. Don't tell me something about how much money your players are going to make. Why are you talking about that? I mean, the the average guy, I mean, I don't think, you know, I think, I'm different. I mean, I, I think the players get ripped off. I mean, I, I don't think the players are, the top players are making enough. I, I, that's, I've been on record saying that. But if you're selling the game and you're trying to grow the game, I, I, don't, I don't see how paying the top players more is going to really grow the game unless unless it's a way to get them to play more and to get them together more. I can see how that's good. That's why I like this Premier Golf League deal. I like to see the top players playing together. But he gets on there in the you know worst day. I mean, you know, millions of people just got crushed yesterday in the stock market, and this guy's on there talking about, hey, everything's great. You know, our, our players are going to do this and that. And we're going to make so much more money and. You know, da 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 da, and he's on and on. He's got the crooked head. He can't get his head straight. You know, and he's, I mean, it's just weird, weird day to do that. I don't know. Anyway, it's off subject. We were talking about the players' championship, but I couldn't help it. It was this big press conference. He had another one uh, on uh, what, what what day was it? It was yesterday, right? He had the yeah, press Tuesday conference. Morning. Okay, yep. okay. So what did what did what did he say in there? Well, he got questions a lot about the Premier Golf League, and of course he came out and said the tour is as stronger as ever and secure as ever and financially stable as ever. And then um, the one question he did get shaken on was when a reporter asked him, Mr. Monahan, about Rory McIlroy's oversaturation of tournaments comment. And did he get his head all crooked when he got that? Did he get his head all, you know, he gets his head all crooked. Did he get his head all crooked when he got that question? I didn't even notice, but um, okay. pro- he probably did. But anyway, the, the point being is that he was really shaken upon that question. He didn't really know where to go with it. He was proud of, he was proud of his 49 tournaments and proud of <laughs> giving opportunities to all these PGA tour players and um, that's kind of the way he went with it. He didn't really respond. And you know what you call that? Waffle. That's a waffle, and that's an arrogant waffle. So you're so arrogant that you don't think you'll get a question like that. When when one of your players is quoted, you're probably going to get a question on it. It's not too it's not too hard to figure out the questions. The questions are going to come from answers of other questions. When a player answers a question a certain way, you're probably going to end up with a question framed around that answer. It's not hard to figure out. But when you're so arrogant, you can just, you know, pretend like, oh, there's no way they would ask me that question. They're going to ask me about the, you know, purse at the FedEx Cup, which, by the way, they say is going to go to uh, like something like 70 million or something. He's quoting a was interesting. He was quoting the 2018 purse. He said, we're more than doubled it since 2018. Well, but it's 
What happened to 2019? You know, <laughs> just to try and make it look better. He said 2018. It's like 2018, it was 35 million. 2019, it went to 60 million. And then next year, it's going to 70 million. But he, to make it sound good, you know, it was what I like to do. He said, since 2018, we've doubled it. And we're going to double it again. And double it. I mean, so I don't know what they're going to do. That's a, that's a lot of money there. But still, you got to pay. You got you have to you have to play for it. I mean, if the players don't play good in tournaments, they don't get paid. Let's take a quick pause and hear from our sponsors. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. In this clip, Hank and I delivered an emergency podcast reacting to the NBA shutting down and postponing the NBA regular season and whether or not golf was coming next. You can go to Thursday's podcast and hear the entire emergency episode on the Hank Haney podcast. We uh, we had something else planned for today, but uh, we got to talk coronavirus. I mean, that's, uh, wow, that's what the whole world's talking about now. 
I mean, it is something else. Yeah, Hank. Wednesday night was a night full of breaking news. First, the Tom Hanks news came through. He was in Australia with his wife. They got they weren't feeling very good, so they got tested for the coronavirus. And uh, sure enough, that came back as positive. Literally five minutes later, Rudy Gobert, starting center for the Utah Jazz, he's been an all-star multiple times, very good center, is out versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. They rush him to the hospital. He tests positive for coronavirus, cancels that game, and now the NBA season. Who knows when it will restart again, but it is suspended as of right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, earlier in the day, there was rumors that the NBA was going to rule on Thursday today. And they were going to say that uh, we're going to play, but with no fans in the stands. And, of course, that's the the stance that the uh, NCAA tournament took on Wednesday as well. They're going to go on with the tournament, but no fans in the stands. Each school is going to have like 125 uh, I guess, tickets or passes or whatever for essential personnel. And uh, that's going to be it, which is, is going to be weird. Who knows if that's going to all change? I mean, that could be changing by the time we, you know, uh, air this podcast. But uh, this is this is really, well, I mean, I, I, the worst is yet to come, I'm sure. But this is escalating very, very fast, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Hank. And what it's, it seems to be a situation where you don't want to get stuck behind this coronavirus, where the NBA, one person tests positive for it, and obviously that's not a good sign, but it's better than having 15 or 16 guys test positive for it. So I applaud the NBA's decision to halt play now as fast as possible to remove any possible chance that this spreads amongst NBA players. So it seems that they're being proactive rather than reactive. And I think the NBA is doing the right thing by suspending play. I mean, it probably already has spread. I mean, I I don't, I I can't imagine how it hasn't. I mean, they, there was a video going around or on Twitter or something about Rudy Rudy, uh, Gobert where he's, he was getting interviewed and he was touching every microphone or something the the other night. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. He was, he was basically because the NBA before they canceled, there was another, there was another announcement, Hank, before the NBA banned fans from attending games. There was the announcement that players would not do media interviews in the locker room. So they were doing media interviews outside the locker room. So Gobert was basically mocking that. Um, and now it oh, turns out he has the coronavirus, so it was not oh my God. well-timed on his part. Well, it, it, you know, they say that the uh, possibilities of it being really terrible are, are mostly for the elderly. But, um, you know, um, I mean, I guess that puts me in that category because I'm almost 65. And, uh, you know, I'll be old someday. So it, it, it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a serious thing. I mean, this is this is this is serious business right here, and uh, that brings us to the PGA Tour. What are they What are they doing now? They now who knows? I mean, this is you know we're we're recording this uh, podcast, and it'll play on Thursday morning, and and uh, who knows if the if they even tee off at the at the Players Championship, but it appears that the PGA Tour is just pressing forward. Now, they, they've 
say they've talked about the match play, which is which is coming up, and uh, you know, is is that gonna, you know, is that one gonna happen in Austin? But uh, this thing has escalated so fast. I mean, they went from you know nothing in the NBA, and then all of a sudden they're you know postpone the season. The, the rumors are that the uh, Major League Baseball is getting ready to pull the plug on spring training, and I mean, I, I just don't see how they they can't. I, I I don't see how when one organization starts canceling something that pretty much everybody else has to kind of fall in place. I mean, it seems like on Wednesday it started off with what the Ivy League didn't do their tournament, right? And that was like the, one of the first things that that kind of happened. Then it was the NCAA tournament, and then it you know, and then it was the NBA, and now the NBA's postponed the season. Uh, of course, over in, in in Europe, and they're postponing stuff left and right. Now President Trump's uh, issued a travel ban for European countries coming to the United States, trying to keep this contained as much as possible. I, I mean, do you, you find it? kind of amazing that they're going on with the if they do go on, go on with the the uh players championship yeah i think it's astonishing i just i i'm literally reading a report right now on my phone that also says a individual in the same county that the players championships being played in has the coronavirus so the coronavirus is active in the county that the players championship is being played and not only is the PGA Tour sitting on their hands here, but they're running concerts out there days beforehand. So, so they did. They had. They yeah. They had a big. They have their big uh, concert. When is that? Like uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or, or both Tuesday days? Night. Or what do yeah, I saw Tuesday. I'm not sure about Wednesday, yeah. but I saw Tuesday for sure. Yeah, and I saw they had that posted on Twitter, and then. Uh, and, and then they they some then they started deleting it, didn't they? What happened there? Yeah, yep. They deleted their tweets after the <laughs> NBA made it public that they're postponing the season. So, so right after that, the PGA Tour deleted a tweet from the concert. Yes. Oh wow! Wonder why that is. They they, they might be we we may be uh, you know waking up uh, Thursday morning when this uh, podcast airs, and they may have pulled the plug out this tournament. That that's that's a, a very real possibility. Did you catch Rory McIlroy's uh, comment? I didn't, Hank. What did he say? Well, he 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 was like kind of blown away by the fact that um, th- the U.S. is not, you know, in his mind, not taking it as serious as the rest of the world. He says it's it's. it's uh, here's what Rory said: It's obviously very worrying, but the U.S seemed to be very casual about it compared to the rest of the world. He said, then he said, I saw the Indian Wells tennis tournament has been canceled. But what that means for our major being played in California in May, who knows? Well, the Indian Wells tennis tournament is a big, big event. And uh, that's just kind of the same scenario that you mentioned about what's going on down there in in Ponte Vedra, how there was one person already uh, diagnosed with the virus, but you know, Tim, I, I mean, don't you think in your, I mean, I, I got to think that there's people everywhere that have this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not testing people. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure if, I mean, if every person 
you know, was tested. I'm sure there's probably more than one down there in Florida that have it near, near this, this golf tournament. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the best of presentation from the previous week. Hank will be back tomorrow to share some more thoughts of the Players' Championship, the Masters postponement. But until then, try to stay positive, live your life with hope, and don't forget to smile. Thanks for making the Hank Haney Podcast a part of your day. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.